lady who is just so, you know, this nice old lady who just wants to defend her home, defend her, what you call it, her soil, her <laughs> blood, <laughs> her blood and soil. <laughs> Man, that was the funniest thing. I mean, maybe the translation is wrong, but she's like, I need to learn how to shoot to be able to protect what is from my home or on the streets. And I'm like, damn, this lady <laughs> <laughs> sniping people from. <laughs> she wakes up at 5 a.m. right away instead of like knitting or something. She's just hanging. She's just cleaning her gun. She's got, she does the whole like blindfold. Have you seen right. that in movies? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah which, but listen, I don't know if that was the funniest part or the fact that they had nazi similar symbols on a bunch of them sitting there as iron matte pointed out he also went on jimmy Dorshore yeah, pointed soil. out yeah or way, those protesters <laughs> that had the I... most obnoxious ba- banner ever that had like picture oh. of gaddafi and a picture of no, saddam hussein crossed out and then put in i'm like let's who do I you mean, think this, this argument a, works this, with? this is an important issue let's go one by one. First of all, I mean, do you think I'm a being a, I was being a bit of a dick when because to me Probably, that symbol was <laughs> uh, uh, that symbol was ob- like I don't see that like that symbol was obviously no. Not. You like, mean the reason that you're saying that is because I said that you know I guess these editors they don't know much they just let it slip and you're like how can someone not know it that was that's so, a, yeah it yeah. was like the thunder thingy that yeah. the ss does like anybody who's a slightly like seen like if you've seen a starship yeah. troopers mm-hmm. like you know like which is yeah. about the future nazi government it's, it's like uh i don't know i, I yeah me, I don't especially know if you on. see it in like the eastern europe context or european context maybe you should be even more suspicious of you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> what is I the mean, affiliation again, of this and again, we are, we are talking about like CNN and MSNBC. We are not talking about some a guy who's working at an office. Like you're supposed to be experts. They're like, I don't get it. It was so, to me, that was, but it was so much fun because everybody covered that. Like yeah. even like, I think there was an Iraqi news channel. Yes, guys, can you believe it's CNN? <laughs> like every country covered it. Everybody made fun of them. And yeah, it, and it was actually a very, inf- I think it was good in a way because a lot of people think exactly like they think all the fascists are young yeah. men who are, you know, sexually frustrated and are just assholes and all, yeah. you know, but no, actually quite like there is uh, fascism is very much equally mm-hmm. accepted among old nice ladies who probably pet cats. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of, it, like, it's, but it was the straight up. Of, it's the two face of fascism, you know, like. Hitler famously wanted to get pictured with dogs and children mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that. You know, there's a lot of sentimentality and oh. sweetness in yeah, fascism. Sure. So I'm glad that, that came out. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Mattis said it's like NBC literally did like neo Nazi <laughs> promotion. <Yeah. laughs> literally. It, I, it's, I'm not even using literally yeah. wrongly as I usually yeah. do. <laughs> Like, no. did pro- they did the advertisement yeah for they did a Nazi new Nazi propaganda group. yeah Jesus that's crazy Christ. and it was going but I, I, for me the banners were still the stupidest <laughs> the banner was so stupid because the banner was like Milosevic yeah. uh, Saddam Gaddafi like and you're like oh former Yugoslavia oh what a great land of peace and tranquility yeah. that is Iraq oh my god the development the level of growth 
Libya, are doing literally all of them where, in the- where harmony where <laughs> racial harmony is at its high at its zenith right yeah. now i mean like what the fuck guys this was like the best it was like a poster why we need dictators for stability <laughs> reasons <laughs> i swear but like, pro dictator this is the part though that you see how much of it is media based and bullshit and propaganda because then i think in the same katie halper useful idiots thing they also showed like you know i think they go to kiev and they interview like young a lot of them were young females but also some young males and they're like you know are you scared oh, what are so you doing so and they're like we don't know our life is normal i feel like i should be scared but <laughs> as you can see I, here you keep saying be scared yeah i'm not should i <laughs> yeah. have a gun what's going on no i loved it when uh, they did loads of interviews and everybody's like no no everything is normal why are you trying to no one or two of them were like country? yeah we're thinking of leaving maybe but <laughs> i don't know and then no i loved it when the guy was like I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Only 200 kilometers away from the border, people are having coffee. People the reporter, are yeah. Their normal life. Like, this, this is not right. They should all be, I guess, uh, doing the fucking, you know, yeah. Taliban handlebar training. I don't know. Or did you see the one they were ha- uh, they were practicing with wooden AK-47s? No, wooden no, clashing cops. No. What the fuck? I don't know how that helps. I don't like. <laughs> I don't know. The Russian hypersonic bomb is coming in. Get the wood. Get the wooden gun. Get Man, listen. It I was mean, so yeah. ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. I mean, I love the media. It's just they when just when you think they can't get any stupider, they go on and they do advertisement for Nazis. And you're like, ah, oh, you did yeah. it, buddy. You just helped yourself. <laughs> That's the fuck up. And I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that the big fuck up happened with this story because this story is so much of it media based and media created even more than perhaps other stories that eventually <laughs> you you know end up in these kind of places where you you know exactly when you show the stupidest things out there and then yeah speaking of stupidity i don't even remember brian stelter's point on russia and ukraine but i just love his show his show is like half about him he's like educating people and it made me kind of think that the reason that he loved his former boss so much is that his former boss created like a show for him and just gave it for him he's like fine you're you go and tell people teach people about media are you happy we'll put you at 11 a.m on sundays where nobody watches and I like you and stuff, so go do this show where Just you preach stop. about media from the yeah, CNN's I can point of no, I mean, considering the nose job he gave to uh, yeah. uh, Jeff Zucker that time, I can definitely see that that he's this fucking annoying piece of shit. Yeah. That Zucker, Zucker, Jeff Zucker, Jeff Zucker, can I can do I have this? my own can show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I do that? No, can I help you? Can yeah. he, he he spoke badly about you? I think, man, yeah. Jeff Zucker. I so I think at some point you just go. Uh, come here, come, come here, come here. Look, uh, Brian, I have a show for you, right? And then you, you every week you have to do research, and you don't, you don't talk to me, right? You don't talk to me. You do your own research on media, and then yeah. you tell people about media. And you know, I think that's how, like Jeff Zucker was based. Yeah, you're right. Trying to get, oh, I, like, just, just get this motherfucker away from me. this creep, this, this egg. That has come to life and is just haunting me everywhere I go. 
but uh, yeah God. so i don't even remember what his point was on ukraine Russia, i don't, I don't but... <laughs> remember on the ukraine thing i wanted to highlight uh usually this like they did that the bit he, he plays a bit from trevor Noah, and then oh my about anti-vaxxer mm. truckers or something i don't care what was the topic but the and the trevor Noah clip i don't think he's i don't um again i am very much coming down on the conclusion that Brian is an egg and not a human, <laughs> like really an egg. <laughs> like, because I don't think he even understands human comedy or interactions and shit. Uh, maybe he's a potato, but uh, you know. People just... think he's a potato. There are pictures of him like potato, like on a potato really? on the internet. Yeah, the not white, an egg. Yeah. The whiteness but I think egg is more accurate. Yeah, because potato can kind of be any shape, but he's like, he's an yeah, egg. He's like two eggs. He's Humpty Dumpty. He's, I swear to God, I, I, I hope he does this sort of those family lineage programs who you think you are. And I swear to God, he turns out he's related to Humpty Dumpty before he fell off the wall. So, you know, and, and yeah, he, Trevor Noah does this thing and he, I don't think he's done with the joke. He starts the joke and just because he wants to make a point about how anti-vaxxers are idiots or whatever, he pauses me in the middle of the jokes and he's like, ha 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 I couldn't have said it better than Trevor. And it's just, yeah, like you can so much, like the, the yeah. transitions from laughter to speaking, ha 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 just, I mean, it was very disturbing. You don't want to see yeah. an egg laugh, but whatever. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it just, I hate this guy. I, and I can't believe he's got this job. He's 36. He's had this job since he's been my age, at least. Yeah. No, God. he's had this oh show for a few years, right? Four or five years. Uh, at the... least four years, I think. So it's 36. But years. now it's yeah. more. Now he's allowed to like cover stories and news, but then he yeah. still has to preach about the media. So they're like, okay, I mean, you can talk uh, about Russia, Ukraine, but. You know, we don't forget the it. name of your show. Don't forget. We, the- <laughs> we, uh, we may talk about it if we have time today later, but the Chris Como thing uh, stuff, mm. I think CNN is getting a bit like less busy, let's say. And <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, okay, now yeah. I'm going to comment. Right? Right? I, have, I, have, I think he's trying to <laughs> seem a I'm moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that we're doing some really like what is this armchair psychology i don't know what but yeah, yeah, yeah. i think he's seeing yeah, a gap he's seeing a vacuum and he's thinking one of these evening shows maybe he can move from the sunday yeah. 10 uh, a.m slot he feels unleashed yeah. right now and yeah i don't i mean i feel like we can do armchair psychology of an egg it's, yeah. it's an egg yeah. it's not a, it's not like how complex can but i would bet see? on these things i swear i bet you i think it's probably going knocking around it's like can i do a story about taliban now come on please <laughs> let me please let me go to ukraine and meet with some nazis please <laughs> i want to meet some nazis i heard <laughs> anderson cooper is sick today can i please <laughs> <laughs> I said, but good for him he has ambition uh, uh, yeah I, I, he's yeah, ambitious he's poisoning yeah. anderson cooper's <laughs> coffee like oh he had diarrhea so i guess i have to do the show now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> playing pranks uh, this, it's just this guy though i mean but in a way good for good. Him. i mean uh, yeah if he's not there like who would you make for, like thank god for people like him yeah like, thomas, just... thomas thomas friedman on in the press <laughs> brian stelter in yeah. like visual media tim pool in online media like you got <laughs> everywhere you need to have somebody like that 
But Sam, if there's, I don't know if there's anything else on Ukraine, Russia. If there isn't, I would say that we just get serious for a few moments, for a few seconds. I'll try to shut up and not interrupt you. And yeah, what's the latest with the Iran nuclear deal? There seems like there Uh, might actually be something for you to say. (laughs) Yes, for once, I'm not going to say, guys, somebody says it's going good. Somebody says it's going bad. You don't know who's right. I mean, now there's a draft 20-page document, whatever, where apparently only a few things are missing. And the other interesting thing I heard or I read, I'm sure you're going to elaborate, is this, is that, you know, it's kind of step thing. So oil isn't, removing sanctions isn't the first thing. So that made it seem even more realistic to me that perhaps something is uh, happening and they've reached uh, some agreements. Prisoner, a prisoner's exchange? No, but like the fact that removing all sanctions isn't the first thing that the Iranians want. Oh, now yeah, they're yeah. agreeing to like apparently yeah, a few steps back and forth before. But yeah, go yeah, ahead. That's basically Iranians backed off. I mean, mm. it seems clear. It, I mean, if I was going to like at the moment, my historical view is that basically Iranian regime decided to uh, come to understanding with the American regime, but they didn't want to do it under Rouhani because mm. of internal power struggles. So now with race, it's going to get done. So, uh, yeah, uh, according, there was a leak uh, that Reuters uh, got the leak. Iran nuclear deal draft puts prisoners enrichment cash first, oil comes later, diplomats say. So, uh, yeah, there, this, there is, this seems to be a draft a sort of a revival deal that is in the latest stages. All the reporters are saying that talks are positive. Today, Iranian foreign minister went to the um, Munich security uh, conference, which is probably the most important sort of a security conference mm. uh, in the world. Uh, so uh, the, probably there are you know parallel and ongoing negotiations going on. But I mean, uh, it, it seems that it's going to happen. It's pretty much, yeah. I, yeah. I am a bit surprised. I was, especially with the, like after a couple of months when I saw that Biden administration was uh, taking no action, I, I was becoming on the camp that Amer- I don't see why would America want to revive the deal mm-hmm. because it's right now Iran is in a perfect position. It's getting squeezed uh, and it's blamed on Trump. It's not blamed on Democrats. But I don't know whether it's because of international situation, whether it's Biden, because I, I kind of want to talk about that after this. But Biden, I don't know if you saw the interview he did with Lester Holt, no. but Bi- Biden does seem to be far less aggressive than his administration mm. or the, you know, the, uh, this, the military the industrial complex. On every topic, it seems that's the thing that I don't know. I don't agree. I mean, I'm, this is just purest. Yeah, I mean, except China, but perhaps you could say, but maybe Russia maybe, and yeah, Ukraine. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm comparing him to his administration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like so, the spokesperson yeah, or. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, on the Ukraine thing, for example, he famously blundered about the minor inc- yeah. incursion. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody in his administration was like, no, no, yeah, that's what Lincoln. that meant. With Afghanistan, everybody was begging him to stay mm. and do a surge, according to some reports. And he was like, no, fuck that. We're getting out. So I don't, maybe it's the Biden sort That's of factor. Point. But, but maybe, maybe. But I was, uh, I was originally on the camp that I don't see the deal revived because uh, I'm not saying, I, in a way, I am happy because it probably will affect my life in a positive way mm. financially. But in a way, I am, politically speaking, I am very... I don't know, man. I have a feeling we're going to revive this deal. We're going to have two, three more years of, again, bullshit positive talks with Iran about investments. 
uh, none of it is going to happen. And the next Republican president mm-hmm. is going to tore up the deal again. So possibly. I mean, yeah. And there's a the whole my... Congress aspect. And yeah, the Biden stuff, that's an interesting point you, you made, you know, Biden on Afghanistan. I mean, his foreign policy are one of the few things that you could say that, you know, he managed to follow up or that he did. And people say even during the Obama period, he was telling Obama, I guess this was one thing where he had an opinion on, which was I not to t- not to increase the troop numbers in Afghanistan. But I had also one thing. Do you think oil prices perhaps also pushed the Biden administration because, you know, maybe this will help oil prices to come down, which is something that Biden and Biden's administration want to happen? So whether that's because of spec, because it comes down, mm. because there's a deal, uh, uh, or because there's more oil in the market, yeah, yeah, no, the no, Americans no, I, wouldn't I, I, mind. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think the, I think, I think that's my. It's, it's so much a speculation because, you know, we are not in the meeting rooms. But I think the, uh, him or people like him within the administration are probably calculating there is just too much at hands right now. There is the inflation, there is the energy, mm. there is the supply crisis, energy crisis, Ukrainian crisis, Taiwanese crisis, Iranian nuclear stuff with, uh, you know, yeah, Israel and all that. So I think they are trying to sort of readjust, so to speak, because as you mentioned, for example, in ch- case of China, they they are not de-escalating at all. Yeah. In, in fact, they may be escalating in case of China and North Korea. So I think it's more of a adjustment and maybe you're right maybe part of that calculation is that guys at the moment we need to get inflation under control one of that is to reduce the energy prices and that's yeah that okay fuck that let's just make a deal with iran for a while or whatever you know what i mean like yeah yeah you're right that i didn't even think of that yeah Yeah, perhaps and i mean and this is the last round of the talks right so i think if it was over maybe would have been too hard to revive it again next year or six months or something but I, I still don't understand why in any way it would benefit. I mean, why it would I benefit think, the US? And now that you said the oil prices, that's like even, but even that's not Iran is. Yeah, we're talking about $10 a barrel. I mean, it could go down because of, you know, because these things, you know, they're a bit have to it's do already with how going people down. Burn. Yeah. It's already going down with Russia when Russia started pulling its troops back from Ukraine. But again, Iran is just not that big of a player even in the uh, like oil market yeah. anymore, especially after these years where they're... But I mean, got- you know, what about this being always in the US's benefit, which is to always to not wanting Iran get a nuclear um, weapon? Isn't that like in their interest, or at least they claim that is? I don't, I think that's just the... Because I mean, I guess story. that's the that's whole reason. Of, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole just rhetoric, presented r- rhetoric. Yeah. And I mean, I mean you know, want... perhaps keeping them away from make, becoming closer and closer to China, although this kind of opens up but I don't <laughs> the doors the to sell is... more oil to China because, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Not like trying to stop Iran from getting closer to Russia and China, maybe, although I think that's too late now. But their nuclear thing, I think they don't want Iran to have nuclear weapon, of course, because that sort of guarantees Islamic Republic's sort of it not doesn't guarantee its survival, but it guarantees it against U.S. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, but I, but I don't think that's the main thing. They are mostly. I I, I really don't know. I genuinely don't know. What yeah, what are the reasons? I think America is increasingly uh, like I think to be honest. I think this is a culmination of hundred year sort of relationship Iran has had with the West. I think increasingly America is realizing Iran is the sort of the Russia of Europe mm-hmm. or. China of the uh, China of the 
uh, sorry, uh, China of the East Middle Asia East, sort of yeah. uh, like it needs to uh, it needs to um, uh, sort of uh, uh, come to an understanding to it for some kind of a stability in Middle East region. And I think not just Americans, as I've mentioned before, Saudis and Israelis and uh, UAE. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, they're all trying to do, sorry, uh, they're all trying to do, uh, you know, negotiations with Iran. So I think they're getting to the point where they are saying, okay, fuck it, Islamic Republic, let them in the game. Yeah, and you're right, there are also negotiations going on with the Saudis and everything, yeah. You're right there. Um, okay, uh, anything else on progressive geopolitics? Uh, yeah, I wanted to, I kind of mentioned in yeah. the Lester Holt interview, man, I love fucking Biden. <laughs> I love this matter. Like Lester Holt is like, there are reports that the military people uh, uh, are saying that, you know, I love Lester Holt's voice. I wish I had that voice, but uh, yeah, the military people were warning you about the ensuing chaos that was going to happen in Afghanistan as you were leaving. And Biden is just this old man, <laughs> like kind of clean this with it, like, that's not what I was told. Oh, I was like, what? what? No, fuck them. They're lying. <laughs> they're, those, you have to share this clip with and, me. And, yeah, and then and then he's like, you know, they, you know what? You know what? They said they're gonna. You need to even increase troops if you want to stay in Afghanistan <laughs> and continue this war of attrition. And I said, no way, Jose. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> Just, I like that guy so much. Yeah. And I don't no. know why, for some reason. Uh, yeah, we'll get. Sorry, I'll I'll cover that in another second. No worries. Yeah, I think with the Afghanistan thing, he's like decided he's like no with this i've been right this is one thing i know i'm right i don't care what you say there is no backlash it doesn't matter one thing is like, i made up I my mind for some reason i think because he can't be watched because he's old and clearly in a mental situation yeah. i don't think he watches as much tv so he can't be put into that mindset of mm. they can't bullshit him like they yeah. you know they put you in this pincer position yeah like, oh there is a humanitarian yeah. crisis no oh, no you God, have God, to God. give it they, they came they all the media's power was mobilized during those they two tried, weeks man. of the yeah, withdrawal i mean they, they called in cnn crazy. msnbc like everyone go say oh, that man. the whole world is gonna implode I if this that. happens but what was that kudos Biden? to him yeah what was it when there is one thing in afghanistan thing when he says yeah come at me it's like almost like you come at me, bro. By the mind, yeah. Well, bring it on. He says, bring it on. I don't remember, to what, but he was. He looked so based. Yeah. He was just so, yeah. Bring it on. And with the, you know, he's just yeah. yeah he's, no. Sometimes he's. I, I must say, even though I'm very critical of him, even though he's is stealing Afghanistani children's money and all that, objectively, probably the best American president ever. In our life since, in, since in no like ever i can't like since johnson mm -hmm. since Johnson. because a few of them have done he hasn't been able to do too much domestically but a few of them did one or two domestic Even things domestic. that were considered harmful so like you know whoever you want yeah, to talk about obama clinton clinton i guess how far back would you go i guess to find carter yeah. carter has started the taliban yeah i then finished it at least you know Car it is carter started yeah. the american involvement in afghanistan so 
yeah i i he's yeah even internally man the the even though it was very disappointing the the, the bills infrastructure stuff, bill yeah. it was according to some reports one of the largest you know blah blah blahs so even domestically like i mean it's just, it proves just how bad former presidents have been mm. but so far he's yeah. been objectively like the best yeah and, unf- and yeah here the china stuff i guess is one that you know i mean if he starts a war but the in china, china sentiment man i see then. it it's everywhere i don't know um i was just going to become very anecdotal suddenly it's just that no, no. in a there's I, a I, lot I of anti-china like hate that i think didn't exist 20 years ago 10 years ago and now it's very widespread between among european leaders and american um it's, it's because i think chinese ascendancy has become yeah. pretty much a inevitability at this point and you can see the hatred coming yeah. out and not that by the way there is obviously problems with china china is a country like any other i'm sure corruption blah 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 i'm just saying that the reason why the hate is becoming so yeah. animated because 20 i mean go watch norm mcdonald's snl weekend updates half of the jokes is about how clinton loves the chinese mm. all right sam let's do some quick hitters before we move on to the film review section our final segment for today so let's finish up a bit on the biden on biden because i don't think you wanted to speak about afghanistan but you had uh, you wanted to touch on well, some other points It's our weekly uh, compulsory the hill uh, sort of uh, wait. This relates to the hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's the because Kim Ivers. First of all, we just finished check out our geopolitics brief. Whatever, check out a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kim Iverson. I don't know why, but she's very critical of Biden. Mm, for I haven't this, picked like, up I don't on know that. Why, yeah, I, yeah. She was like. Why? this is not about pulling out or not pulling out this is about the chaos that was in sudan and stuff and the idea oh, on afghanistan I, on afghanistan on afghanistan yeah sorry i'm not very clear today uh uh i don't give exposition i don't know why but uh yeah she was uh, she was very she did a whole radar whatever they call yeah. it thingy that she was very nice and by the way i'm a fan of hers generally uh, by the way she should have gone on that panel instead of that radio host lady that that's she, interesting. anyway she wouldn't anyway. have just done that though she would have no she wouldn't no she's, she wouldn't accept she that role tough. but she doesn't Even, hang out with them though she's not part of the same gang anyway keep going she's hanged out with Bree, i guess when she, she came over on the hill oh true well they have to hang out okay i don't I'm, but i mean i haven't seen her on katie thing. halper's show or on Bree's bad fate show i mean that's what i no, mean no no yeah. all right yeah yeah you're right but i would say, yeah anyways uh, yeah she's whatever her take good or bad i would say she whenever she interviews she does seem to ask mm-hmm. not always there is one exception but anyway yeah. but but uh, anyways i disagreed with her take because i t- like whenever you pulled out of afghanistan this would have happened there was no way that like there were people with vested interest that were making sure this would happen because they knew this would be a stick against leaving mm-hmm. you know the same yeah. people who were saying the chaos would ensue were the same people who were guaranteeing that chaos would ensue yeah. because they they had mm-hmm. vested interest vested and so many other other reasons perhaps to exactly so i think like based on america's capacity and you're totally right and like all the vested interest in doing that whether americans took another month two three four months of planning which we know they wouldn't do it's like people procrastinate on their work until like the last minute kind of the same thing w- would have uh, hey, would have hey, happened 
that feels like a personal attack on me. <laughs> no, but, yeah. <laughs> even myself. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact, the idea that in reality it could have been done any better. I mean, of course, it could have been done better, but that it would have happened better is wishful thinking, I would say. Me too. Me too. Sadly, even though I do think it was a tragedy, uh, I mean, the, it was a goddamn betrayal of like, you know, going to somebody else's uh, <laughs> land, nation, whatever you want to call it, destroying it, murdering innocent people. But according to your own report, 90 percent uh, yeah. sort of hitting civilian targets. And then, yeah, let's guys go back home. It's too expensive to, you know, build this place. Fuck off. Yeah. Let's go. But then again, no, yeah. if if they stayed, would they have done it, built it in 10 years? In no, 15? exactly. Like, that's the thing. In Afghanistan, yeah. the only thing you can say they truly tried is all kinds of like fighting. Troops they did, <laughs> you know, militias they did, droning they did. They were like, we've done it all. Like, there's no water. If not, we would have done like Navy attacks as well. But <laughs> All yeah. mercenaries, <laughs> private groups, you know, like the Prince guy, what was his name? Like he had his own chapter, which seems like so long ago. Um, the the mercenary guy, Prince. Um, oh, Eric Prince. Eric, Eric Prince. Prince. You know, like he's... No, no, so, he didn't succeed though. He was trying to get Back he was there. though. No, he, he was trying he to succeeded, lobby. got kicked out, went back. Like I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure yeah. he was oh, involved. You went way back. back. No, no, you That's went the way thing. Back. It goes so far back that yeah, yeah. everything yeah, yeah, yeah. has been tried out. Like tried yeah, out. Me? They they were kicked out of Iraq because of the thing that yeah. happened in the mosque in the square yeah. there. But I, Eric Prince in 2016 was lobbying Trump or 2017 yeah. was lobbying Trump to sort of privatize the army, man. Yeah. Just just let the mercenaries yeah. go in. You know, which that would have been the that would have been the worst. God, like that would have. Jesus yeah. Christ, I wonder what nightmare would have turned. But continuing my uh, the Hill coverage, um, yeah, she also had a, I thought Kim also had a really bad take on the far right and stuff. Far, far right, like, does not mean racist. Do you Is know? she saying, is that how it's understood, though, nowadays in, in society? Even, okay, I'm tired of this, how it's understood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of this bullshit, like how it's understood. I don't care how it's understood. Listen, just are- like Chomsky said, every word has two meanings. One is his actual meaning, and one, one is his political contemporary understanding. And On right day, wing, yeah. sorry, yeah, far right nowadays has nothing to do with, I guess, you being extremely conservative. It has to do with you being a white supremacist racist not, no no in I would mainstream say media overlap. i feel like that's I would how say they, they overlap, portray it but i would say in many ways in my view sager is far right he's not a white supremacist but yeah, he's yeah. far right definitely. but that's kim's understanding right kim kim sees whenever you call someone as far right as someone who is um you know white extremely supremacist. white supremacist no, yeah. well, yeah, I know, but the educators, it's kind mm. of like that. I'm so, but what is going on? Like, <laughs> I'm not talking to people, like, I'm not going to parties telling yeah. people not to say far right uh, is by, like, <laughs> oh, oh wh- what did you mean by far right? <laughs> How do you define it? I'm talking about news yeah. programs yeah. and like sort of education programs. So I feel like I'm in the right to say, educate yourself. Far right means reactionary, means nationalistic, means sort of as going back to the, you know, nostalgia for the past, for the nation, for the blah. In each country, it has a slightly different definition. There is significant overlaps with racial uh, 
ideologies, whatever you want to call them. But it does have its own. It's like saying far left means uh, far left means definitely means you are a, a Stalinist. Yeah. No, no it's no. just it means different things. There, there is an overlap between far left and Stalinism, but it's not just that. You yeah. not get like that's. I mean, I do. What is the point of language? <laughs> We have words for definition. Yeah. I, it, I get so annoyed when yeah. she was no, like, you... "Oh, it's so derogatory." They are far right. I'm sorry, the truckers. I don't think that a lot of them are racist, but they are. A lot of them are far right. What yeah. do you want us to say? Like they're not far right? What, what? I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I can't disagree with you much. There's just the in they've made far right or far left, meaning that you're you're pretty much you're like you know criminal <laughs> in what, what, uh, one way or another, pretty much. You know. Yeah. No. Like I, a far I, left, again, someone is you know someone. Who would go? I guess vandalize things by themselves for their cause or something. That's like when they add the word "far," I feel like that's the understanding in people's um, minds. You know, if you're far left or you're far enough. right, that means you're a. I would say if you're say you're far left or far right, there is. I would. It comes to my head as well that these people are more inclined to be willing to break the law or to disregard the yeah. law. Yeah, be radical to do their thing, but that has nothing to do with racism. Yeah. Again, that has nothing to do like people, whether underground, whatever they were called, the yeah. leftist sort of a, a militant group in 70s. You know, they were far left, but they like, but it doesn't mean like they were all that was there is too far left. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there are white supremacists who are far right, but far right has it I, again. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just. No. This is my. English teaching sort of aspect kicking in. I just I feel like so confused sometimes these days because <laughs> they keep changing the vocabulary. They keep far right is now working derogatory. But I thought it's descriptive. Um, I if don't, that's I don't what, yeah. I mean, this just reminded me. Yeah, you're right though. I mean, for me that bugs me even way more than that. It happens all the time. Is when we keep on everybody does it replacing Democrat that the dem people who are Democrats, literally Democrats in the U.S with the word left and then i don't even know who you're talking yeah, about liberal, they're like the left yeah i'm like what okay the left are you talking about democrats or really left and it does make these conversations harder to have too because you don't even know who and what is talking about yeah i i just yeah try to or at least yeah i don't know yeah But it has become that that has become the definition i guess like i mean she's not alone in that but you're right she's you know she's a news anchor so perhaps it should be on her no, I, I, it's just yeah it was uh, very much because we had that discussion earlier about the idea that you know on the ground and yeah it's just i'm tired of it <laughs> <laughs> because it, i i go with it at parties and stuff you know yeah. i'm i never i'm not that uh, it doesn't come across but i'm not that much <laughs> of a i'm pretty quiet yeah. in, like in in public <laughs> unless i have somebody like amir who's willing to suffer my uh, bullshit Uh, but but like when I come to news and stuff, at least to hear, please, some clarity for fact. <laughs> no, I agree with you there. But okay, we have two more um, quick hitters. Metaverse, which we'll leave for the end to not talk about it too much and get carried away. So let's first okay. start with Kyle and Crystal. You apparently like the guests that they had. You like this is like one of the first yeah, good I mean, one. I didn't get to listen to it. Sorry. So you just have to quickly perhaps oh, summarize no. it away. There was, yeah. to be fair, they just talked about Biden. It was, but they. Who was the, the guy though? Time, I didn't recognize him. I he, didn't know him. 
he's Felix from the Chapa Trap House guys. Oh. He's the gamer guy. Yeah. He's the gamer. I mean, that's why he's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my boys <laughs> and lady amber <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah it was uh, yeah i mean for the first time it was i was interested in seeing chris <laughs> and friends and yogi bear and others but so it was uh, yeah it was great to have i was i was happy that finally after what was it uh, peterson no no david doe peterson didn't rent hard, no did he no he didn't no. go yeah uh, yeah i wash and you know other important <laughs> figures uh, so yeah finally somebody who i consider to be really interesting so uh, yeah i might i'm not i don't know i'm i'm gonna try to the audio version is free right yeah um i believe so i mean right, i haven't so, checked yeah, out I their stuff in so long that i don't even know yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what, yeah. but then something also <laughs> happened in their personal life, and I don't. Uh, you got really angry with me. You were like, "I don't trust you anymore." I don't. Because Sam is I, like, okay. So I'm like, so of course there's a photo which you've had the Vanguard covered. It's a photo that photo. Kyle posted on Twitter, and he's just holding Crystal in his arms and giving her a kiss. And I believe Crystal replied, "What, like heart purple heart and um, red heart? Hearts, I don't understand yeah, the meaning of the purple of heart." But Sam's like, yeah, wait, so are people speculating that they're together? I'm like, what other message can you get from this picture? I don't know. I don't know how else you could interpret this, uh, this picture on Valentine's Day. You can have, you can, I, I gave a gift to my mom on Valentine's Day. Is that a crime? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> if you post some racy picture with your mom, I get suspicious. <laughs> no, the picture could have been like a want to kiss on the cheek that's oh, yeah I but so i mean confused. the whole co- the concept and stuff i think makes it clear but yeah i mean the last few times i heard crystal talk right. about this she sounded like she was married but i guess she hasn't been married because they said because yeah apparently it's been there have been rumors i think the vanguard guy said there have been rumors i didn't pick up on any of the rumors anything yeah, like I, that we, in which rumor i mean <laughs> i don't know how big but i mean again i really yeah i didn't i I mean, until you clarified it to me, I was like, oh, am I onto something? I like, of course, <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, that was All right, clear. I see. But okay, yeah, whatever. good for them. But I'm glad that we have, like the progressive world has its own version of Joe and Mika now, you know? <laughs> Joe who and Mika. Wait, I feel like I know them. Who are they? Joe and Mor- Mika. The Morning Joe. The oh, Joe. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got married, right, or something. Yeah, yeah. And and I think at the time Mika was married to somebody else when they got together. Mika Berzinski, by the way, the daughter of the great uh, Berzinski, the founder of Taliban. <laughs> but, yeah. And yeah, so we have our own version of that's yeah. interesting. But that's a bit worrisome for me because that I mean, not that I care too much, but I would imagine like at the board like if their personal relationship yeah. deteriorates the show is done no honestly like i would never work i mean okay they started working together and then they started so, dating yeah. but yeah but i would never want to work where my wife works or i wouldn't really want to get into any kind of work or thing like this podcast thing that we're doing as friends i feel like this is like as far as i would go in such a relationship because it's just easier to keep it separate I definitely agree. And, but at the same time, though, as I've, yeah, I mean, I'm, you, you know, I've, I'm single. So I sometimes wonder, like, okay, because I always went, like, okay, I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna be in a relationship with a housemate. I don't wanna be in a relationship with a close mate. 
I don't want to be in a relationship with a co-worker. All of this because it causes drama. I don't want to be in a relationship with a friend of my friend's girlfriend because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, nobody's left. Like, when <laughs> do I ever meet anyone? <laughs> no, I don't have any. Pro- I think all of those are okay. It's only the work one that's the worst because that's the only one where you're stuck. If it's a housemate, no, if you don't like doesn't your, go well, you move to another house. Your, your friend's girlfriend's sister, you know, if you date them or something, or yeah. their best friend, you know what I mean? No, it's I think you should drama. forget about those because, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. life is drama. So I think that's pushing exactly it. I don't exactly know who is left except like <laughs> random people in the streets. That you should... Don't look at <laughs> me, okay? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but <laughs> we're only friends and in a professional. <laughs> Come here. I've been <laughs> alone never. for a while. <laughs> I feel like I've been at the sea for a while. <laughs> I don't know if you recall Herman Melville. <laughs> okay, I think last year, last week, that was your point with that book, huh? With, what's it called? Yeah, the homoerotic. Yeah. I am still reading it. It's good. Yeah. It's a good book. But what's yeah, it called I, again, the book? Uh, just mention it. A Moby Dick. Moby Dick, yeah. I mean, which, by the way, again, it should, I'm like the Crystal and Kyle thingy. I'm just such an idiot. Uh, like, I was like, just last week, after like reading, I think, 12 chapters, I was like, oh, Moby Dick. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's already a good hint. <laughs> that's a good hint. About it's just too coming. obvious. Yeah. Maybe it's referring to something else. Yeah, I, I feel like I can't, if it's too obvious, I miss it. <laughs> I, I can't do it. But speaking but yeah, of workplaces and all that. But, I feel, just... but yeah, the Go attack ahead. on me personally, I feel was unjustified. <laughs> let's talk about metaverse for a split second there is no story here really it's just probably working for facebook is the worst place ever right now except the fact that you're making money so i'd rather go somewhere else if i was them let me just read you two sentences let me just read you two sentences from this washington post article i sent you ceo mark zuckerberg who renamed the company meta last year held up a slide deck showcasing new corporate values prioritize meta followed by a person's team, metamates, followed by the individual, me. What I can just imagine how they're behaving in there. Like people have probably been working on some project or something that had nothing to do with metaverse and their bosses and stuff come like, this is, this is not good. It's all about the metaverse. I can just imagine how they're trying to shove this like metaverse thing down their own throats. Because of course, corporate culture is always bullshit. But I'm getting a feeling there's like the usual corporate culture bullshit and then them trying to, you know, shove this metaverse down their employees' throats. And even, you know, I've seen this, I feel like, before at workplaces where there's suddenly an obsession with going to this new direction. And even the things that they themselves have done before is considered like not good and like bad for some reason or just have to be dropped and forget about it. Like apparently, they're you know, they're taking employees from different areas and just telling them reapply to work in, in, in for metaverse no uh, I, I it's kind of uh, to be you're right corporate culture has always been or business culture has yeah. always been bullshit right but it's kind of like the new religions mm. you know what i mean like you yeah, know yeah. old religions christianity <laughs> stuff you're used to that the new religions they suddenly you you are a bit shell shocked yeah. by the level of like yes yeah, Zenu came from a different <laughs> planet and blew up Earth and then the souls were injected into cats yeah. and then the cats were uh, yeah. it's like okay fuck that you know you just get shell shocked because it's just so I mean it's just so stupid yeah. I mean the whole met no you're not allowed to call your your meta mates. Yeah. 
meta project yeah. meta oh i want to marry i like yeah. if somebody talks to me about this stuff i mean oh by the way breaking news i started a job <laughs> uh, at a company and it's uh, it's in advertising i've i've worked in tech and advertising <laughs> pretty much uh, and it's just man i'm getting very <laughs> similar vibes and there <laughs> no this is a common people. thing this is yeah, that's why so i common. recognize it because i've seen it i've worked yeah, somewhere I, I must say at least they're facebook these are fucking <laughs> yeah. tiny companies you know and they are talking about this yeah you know we're gonna you're not teammates we are not co-workers yeah. we are mates or friends or yeah. fuck off give me money you assholes yeah. Uh, but yeah it, it, it's, it sounds like a nightmare and uh, but i want to update you on it mm-hmm. i don't know if you know this great exciting announcement are you ready for Please. this are you sitting down yeah <laughs> Okay, JP Morgan and Chase, the bank, they have opened a branch in the metaverse. Oh, <laughs> I'm That's so amazing. excited. I can't wait to buy the VR set and go to my banking there. And, you know, hopefully we get, you know, sooner or later we get the, you know, we get embassies there. We get, I don't know, like all, all uh, you know, governmental offices. That could happen. All the nice stuff. Yeah, yeah, it could. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully it will, yeah. it will. And apparently, I haven't seen it, but Colbert uh, covered it, the Colbert report. Yeah. And apparently, if you go to the Chase uh, Bank uh, stuff, there is a tiger walking in the lobby. <laughs> and then there is a painting of Jamie uh, Jamie Diamond on the wall. The, the NFT. Like, yeah, it's go- he, I, I love it that we, in the metaverse, we can go full on, you know, a Stalinist or Maoist. There will be pictures. Can of we do? That's co- interesting. <laughs> there will be pictures of our overlord, James Diamond, you know, Jeff Bezos. No way. I think Zuckerberg. you're talking about something very damn. No, I think you're onto think something we... serious, actually, accidentally. <laughs> Accident? <laughs> I started off with a joke, but now I'm actually thinking about censorship on the metaverse. What if you like, yeah, own? <laughs> I don't know. I guess at home you could own like Nazi portraits or stuff like that. What if you own it <laughs> in the yeah, metaverse? Yeah. Uh, I would say though, I, I'm my only hope is that this project will. I mean, if not enough people sign up for the gaming on metaverse and stuff, it will collapse. And I hope it does. Because I hate metaverse, I hate Instagram, I hate yeah. WhatsApp, and I just wish they go away. Like I really, I don't care if yeah. they steal my data. I just want a better fucking service. Yeah, man. If if I was a yeah if yeah the, if I was a Facebook worker right now, I would definitely want to move to Google or something. Because I feel like there at least they let you work on like a different project, and they won't be so annoying with one thing. There, there is be metaverse, metaverse. <laughs> like, oh man. The poor guys like probably like. I'm an Instagram UX designer. <laughs> you want me yeah. to? <laughs> Should I stop all my Instagram work? Like, so I mean, if, if, like I criticize Avatar, but at least the graphics in Avatar were good. The graphics in this are crap. It's like 1970s 3D cinema. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. I, I hate it. I but we saw it. like the Facebook shares, so I mean, they clearly need to. They've decided that they need to do something in order to survive. Yeah, yeah. Anything I mean, else I here thought... in the quick hitters? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, Sam, let's do a little film review and, of course, connected to different political and social aspects in life as we like to do. So the movie, you told me to watch it and not because you thought it was like <laughs> a must-watch movie or a good movie, anything like that, called The Kingsman. 
No, it's the King's Man. Sorry, not the King's Man. The King's Man. And it's a new movie, 2021, action and comedy. And I believe the storyline, I guess, is it takes place starting around early 1900s, going up to World War One. And it's about like, you know, World War One and how these is it about World War One? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's well, a... it's about the it feels like it's about like it's the origin story. I mean, first of all, a spoiler alerts. Oh, yeah. Mild true. spoiler alerts, and then I'm gonna give another spoiler alert for the uh, main twist, which is I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, it's uh, uh yeah, it's it feels like it felt and it's to told me from the perspective like the or- origin. Go ahead. No, no. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say the main characters are British lords. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just for people to have a full <laughs> British lords. <laughs> yeah. The main character is Duke of Oxford. Yes. And uh, yeah, uh, it feels like the origin story of the deep state. Like the <laughs> like the Batman begins of the deep state. It's so weird. It is because it starts, first of all, it's directed by one of, I think you like his works, because I think you were a big fan of Kick-Ass, the film. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it that was, was a good man. Good That's why, the, what, I, I, you know. Mm, the I, fighting I, scenes, that makes sense. Yeah, he's very, he's, I mean, he's, I like Matthew Wan so much. I really like his Stardust, Layer Cake, you know, but this is the, mo- like, this is the British reactionaries. Mm. I mean, at its like at its zenith like it was so weirdly i mean it was so weirdly reactionary yet trying to grapple with real political stuff like it starts with the first cases first like official cases of concentration camps in south africa history, right is, so, and, yeah. in boer war yeah during the boer war the british put the dutch in the concentration the camps. british put the dutch in south africa south africa in concentration camps Yes, yes. Interesting. I, maybe blacks, tribal blacks that cooperated with them too. I don't remember. A specific, I, yeah, that's the first case of like concentration camp. He's usually referred to. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there are earlier versions or whatever. So it starts from there. And the Duke of Oxford guy works for Red Cross. And he's a, like he's a, a good guy. Like he's very he's critical of the concentration camp. And then you've got a real historical ca- character, William Kitchener, uh, Kitchener, mm. Kitchener. I don't know how you, you know, the guy in the British posters with the mustache. Yeah. Uh, you sign up, your army mm. needs you, but whatever. You know, uh, he's a historical guy, and uh, I don't. Uh, you don't care if I spoil it for you, right? No, I mean I watch half of it at least. I mean, yeah, did you get to the point where he dies? The kid dies. The yeah. Kitchener, no. Oh no, Kitchener, Kitchener no. No. Oh well, he dies as well. Kitchener, mm-hmm. that's a real thing as well. He did die in a. a like when he was uh, traveling on a boat that that was again like there are some like rasputin yeah. they cover rasputin he's real real right? historical <laughs> figure yeah yeah but he wasn't doing he wasn't doing kung fu and he wasn't feeding opium to the yeah. kid and then that i mean so they, that, they, that it's just by the way if you're russian to a lesser extent german what the fuck like <laughs> you are pre- like the like the presentation of world war one it's just such a bullshit. It's such a bullshit about the egos of these three cousins that there is this deep bad, like the, ba- the main bad guy is the, let's call him the, the bad deep state. <laughs> so he's the bad deep state. By the way, this is not a, like a twist, big twist, but he's of a Scottish origins 
and his whole main like problem with the British Empire is that like they colonized uh, Scotland and took away his family meal from him. And that's problematic on its own because Scotland was not, it wasn't the case, it wasn't the similar case as with Ireland. In fact, it was the Scottish crown that took over the British parliament, English parliament. Interesting. So it was, they were invited, but so it's, I mean, that's just on its, okay, whatever, they're, whatever, they're, whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. But I get back to why it's really problematic making the guy a Scottish and mm, about the thing. But, but that was really like, the whole, like the, that, that guy is pushing, is, I mean, the bad guy's plan is just ridiculous. I mean, I don't yeah, know. What was his guy. plan? Because, okay, there's like this meeting that they have. He gets what, like one person from like each of the empires and he yes, gathers them and together from, from like the Russians. He gets Rasputin. He gets person from the, 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 from the English. German guy is a historical figure. German, the, Ger- and- the German guy was actually a Jewish, uh, a Jewish, what do you call it? Like a charlatan. Mm-hmm. And what did charlatan. he want them to do? They, they, uh, they, he, they, they were all pushing their leaders, uh, including the uh, Wilhelm, the Kaiser of Germany and mm-hmm. Tsar uh, of Russia. They were pushing them towards war. But mm-hmm. then, because, like, because they have to abide by history, then suddenly his plan changes that now the war has to come to Britain. To I mean, he's a Scottish accent, by the way. I mean... I mean, it's kind of plays into the twist at the end, but he's a Scottish accent. I'm from Scotland and the British Scot, you're shite. It was the most like, okay, we get it. You're Scottish. Like, you know, calm down. Like the Scottish people, I don't think as a whole, speak that Scottish, you know? Like, but yeah, it's, yeah. Then he his plan changes that the war has to, so because as it's famous that i mean that's my pro the world war one like it's bizarre didn't want to stop world war one soldiers russian soldiers went awol almost german soldiers went awol there was almost i mean there was a revolution in russia because of sure. the, the war and then in germany there was almost a revolution so this idea that you know uh uh, like the war was, there were these figures like Rasputin, you know, this, uh, this Kung Fu master. Uh, I mean, the Rasputin thing was, I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, I, I mean, what the, f- I mean, it, it was so ridiculous that almost made it good because it was like but cartoonish. It was kind of made, for, you know what it reminded me of? I mean, I feel like mm. it was kind of made, I guess, for, for, you know, what's that movie like about the League of Nations or something? And there's like all these, like, it's an old movie from like 20 years League ago. League of and Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah. Like all these. Yeah, but that's yeah, crap too. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It just yeah, had the yeah. exact same vibe. No, no, but, but yeah, but Matthew One was disappointing and Ralph, uh, I can never pronounce his family name. Fiance, Fins, I don't know. But he's just like, in my view, he's probably one of the greatest living actors out there. It was just so, and I love that. Like, that's why mixed feeling, the theme of this episode, like everything in this film was like things I like the <laughs> sword fighting, the fencing, the dresses, the right. Savile Road suits. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, ah, yeah, like, you know, mean- I was orgasmic <laughs> aesthetically. And like content wise yeah. i was like ah like, no, it was just so mixed i feel you a bit there too because i'm always jealous of like the office space that these like aristocrats like had in like the 1900s and stuff you know it's just this awesome room like everything the, wooden the and, brown and, and they always oh. hang out just there in that room because that's a little thing so i was jealous of that i love that and 
the sword fighting scene there's one in russia that happens and that one was really good because of course they went over the, the board choreography it was fantastic. like dancing in it and the music with it was amazing I mean, the guy was the dancing. Scenes... that was very that was a fight and that was a fun fight scene yeah i mean the war the fight scenes and the war scenes are all, all pretty good in my view yeah uh, i mean you mentioned the fact that the That's like that's why the movie is so weird because it does take some radical steps. Like the character that is built up, the son who sees his mother passes away in the beginning of the movie, uh, and is sort of built up as the main character, ends up uh, ends up dying in the middle of the film. Yeah. And that's I, I thought that was. I mean, I don't know if you know it, but the, I feel sometimes for the British people, World War One is even more important mm. than Second World War, and. Perhaps. Especially because of the senseless death of young people. That's always what's talked about: the senseless death of young people who went and just ran to the towards the you know machine guns. Yeah, uh, and especially. I mean, that was one of yeah. I mean, World War II. They probably crazy. did it as well, but no, in no, World but, War but, One, but, there was people fighting in the trenches and coming out and just. And yeah, they were still like riding with a horse yeah. and a sword towards the machine gun. So it was you know it was just yeah. you know the, the technology had just. You yeah. know, the, uh, what, and that's actually a theme in the Maxine, movie because they, they're focused with the uh, with the knives and the swords, and then there's a lady who's like, you know, who's like guns are like the future and stuff like that. Everybody's yeah, yeah, the new boys are missing. Yeah. yeah, no, but then yeah, so the movie takes that weird step of the main. This guy dies in the middle of the movie. Yeah. The the guy you think is the main character dies, but he does like. Oh, by the way, the main bad guy is now the main bad guy is trying to like the war is continuing and the British are now involved, the bad guy is keeping the America out mm. because he knows if America comes in, then it's over. I, I, yeah, whatever. Like Britain won't be destroyed. And the way they are keeping Wilson, the American president, out is through basically they, they send a spy to, uh, to what do you call it, to seduce him <laughs> and then have a tape of him, uh, which... Uh, which I have a tape of him, and then the uh, the guy who dies, but uh, he dies, but he plays a crucial role in bringing about the like they basically they go and fight the guy, uh, and they get the uh, blackmailing whatever video off of him, and now I'm gonna uh, did you the the main bad guy you don't see his face right yeah. throughout the movie, but you do see him uh, spoiler alert again as another character. Okay. Can you can you guess which one it was? I guessed it from the first second. No, not at all. And I was going to look it up now, but I didn't want to spoil it. Do you even remember? Do you know that he goes to the in the beginning of the movie? He goes to the concentration camp, and there's a soldier that greets him. Yeah, yeah. And he says that the two soldiers, the 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 one that is the young yeah. one that is uh, William Kitch the Kitchener's uh, sort of I don't know uh, deputy. Yeah, whatever, like you know. The, the, oh, I don't remember his face. I didn't recognize him, so I don't think it was an he, actor they, I knew. Oh, he's famous, Matthew Goody. He also was uh, in the. They were in Savile Road. They in the thing in the boat. Oh, you didn't watch that. Part. No, I didn't get the boat. Part. Yeah, well, that guy. I mean, as soon as he said in the very beginning of the movie, that's just the remember that. Like, it's a good like whenever a director or a writer there is a throwaway evil line mm. said very quickly 
that's like okay that's the main bad guy so because he said oh you know that's how we are winning this war so oh. eh? when talking about concentration i remember camp, that was I like, remember. yeah that's yeah. how we're winning this war eh? and i was like okay he's a bad guy <laughs> now eh? we know that but then they it's, it's like a scottish guy turns out to be him so he's one of the ah. people who's like he's pushing the british and somebody's pushing yeah. the thing and all that and that's what's so problematic about the whole thing that he's he in the beginning he's anti he's pro concentration camp but then it turns out his whole problem with the british empire was the fact that they colonized his family's mill so where do you stand man are you a fucking fascist are you are you warmonger well, i guess he to, is i, I guess he's like the typical he, type of he's just evil fascist or evil person yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah in the end they have a yeah in the end you find, find out that yeah he's the bad guy that he was one of the bad yeah. like it's so strange I guess, by yeah. the way rasputin and the jewish uh, charlatan guy who's a real historical figure who uh, advised uh, hitler early on in his career but then got killed off probably by mm-hmm. himmler and other people um you know uh, like there is a like they have meetings the bad guys the bad deep state yeah. have meetings and then there is rasputin and this guy mm-hmm. an american one and then after rasputin dies after the rasputin there's guess who takes his place as the russian spy vladimir lenin Oh, really? And and he's like, yeah, you know, you have to continue with the Scottish accent. He's like, you have to continue the, you know, the work of our other comrades. Yeah. And they all call themselves comrades. And then uh, Vladimir Lenin is like, yes, now our left hand is, our left hand is strong. Now we have to make our right hand strong as well. And then. Uh, at the end of the, when the movie finishes and the credits are roll after the credits there is this scene where the jewish uh, guy the the german jewish guy uh, that was you know yeah. he he introduces lenin to a new member of their team and he says uh, intro- uh, i introduce our new member of our team and the new member of our team is adolf hitler <laughs> What? It's uh, yeah, exactly. It's just the idea, like it's such a reactionary way of thinking that yeah, the communists and the fascists are yeah. working in cooperation with each other to undermine the British Empire and the values of liberal democracy. <laughs> and then by the end of the film, by the way, the good guys set up this council. That this is a prequel to the Kingsman movies. This is it's a private intelligence agency that is supposed to be above politics and bureaucrats and by the way includes the king the king let's uh, king george i think he becomes part of the council he becomes percival and so you it was like the origin story of the deep state i mean uh, the parallels were like yeah. unbelievable because you had the red cross and you know uh, the deep state always uses charities and stuff Uh, so it was like the you know they it was part of the red cross and charities and all that and you also had this idea that the american president i mean i want to make fun of the idea that the american president is blackmailed through a video <laughs> but now with the whole jeff zucker uh, things coming out and chris como apparently cornering people and all this shit coming yeah. out um, it's probably plausible in some way you know So very weird. I mean, the relationship this movie has uh, as with history is the same relationship most people have with the toilet papers in their house. <laughs> But uh, it was just so it was interesting because it was almost like 
Yeah, okay. I get like that's actually what the most people I think view history as. They mm. think Lenin was, you know, hanging out with Hitler and they were setting up shops. And I mean these kind of stories uh, this way are easier to understand, I guess, and to sell as like a big narrative. Yeah, like this big bad guy and that bad but but the the deep state part was like really it was really funny because I mean I guess they weren't elected officials back then so much. I'm sure there were some. It's only it's it's in the 1900. It doesn't take place in the 1500s however all the plans are exactly kind of being made by these people who are going behind the back it seems like you know i mean the, the, role of that the is, government and stuff I so mean, it's just so these people who are controlling so yeah it's kind of showing that the i mean i guess it's trying to say like the mean, deep state no... started um world war one kind of <laughs> and it makes the deep uh, yeah. state look bad that but then there's like the good deep state yeah it was yeah there is a counter was, yeah <laughs> No, but it's so weird. There is no mention of, for example, the uh, Russian Revolution that, mm. like, Lenin just Lenin takes over as if. Uh, no, I think you yeah, have very high expectations for these kind of things. I'm not shocked by this storyline whatsoever. I mean, I have I, Matthew one was again. It's one of my aesthetic. I like layer cake. I love layer cake. I love a Stardust. I love uh, Kickass. Uh, yeah, even, but those like, movies, like when you bring history in. Uh, it's, how it's hard suddenly you become so sloppy when you're dealing with history and so just oh, it doesn't matter let <laughs> lenin become a friend with that and that yeah with that. no i mean that that really sounds ridiculous and cartoonish at that point it, it, i mean and the, i mean there is no like like the kaiser and czar they make decisions there's no provisional governments or cabinets or I mean, even the British one, the king is making, like, there is no mention of the prime ministers, mm -hmm. uh, you know. All, all. And by the way, by that time in Britain, king was already a figure. Not a figure, I mean, to this day, I think to say queen is a figure is an exaggeration mm -hmm. to an extent. But they were already sort of, it was a power balance, you know. It wasn't just king going around. I, it's so ridiculous. It was just, yeah. wow. It was just, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't no, know. when you take the storyline in that way, it really sounds and, and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was so weirdly because you know you had that thing that you know that criticism that usually comes from the left that the World War One was a family war or a tribal war, yeah. uh, you know, because it was uh, they, everybody was related through Queen Victoria. They were all cousins and stuff, and it was it mentions that criticism, but the response to that criticism is like no we need a good king or yeah I, I, it's, I, it's a very weird movie politically <laughs> very weird just yeah and it wasn't bad to watch and and so it, no it's fun to watch i must what say. does the, the first thing is good but and then what does the first opening i guess the opening scene is only related to the rest of the movie based on the characters right because i mean yeah that's just what's going on in south africa there between the english and um, the Dutch and others, I guess, then the movie fast forwards to like 15 years later. So that yeah, well, scene kids, is just related to the kid and all that. Yeah. It's a set, it's setting up the bad guy. It's setting yeah, up true. the I know, guys, and that's, No, I meant historical the connection. Worry. Yeah, you know, it sets, it sets, no, no, it's, I, yeah. yeah, in parts of the evil plot of the bad guy, I don't know how did the Boer War really uh, sort of came into yeah. that. But yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was really, I mean, I would say Matthew Goody uh, had a lot of fun on the, with the bad guy. Like mm. he did play the bad guy as a genuine, like cartoon character. So 
That was, I mean, it, that's the thing. Whenever it leaned into the cartoonish stuff, I yeah. liked it. But when it tried to have this sort of, you know, oh, our young uh, men died. And then that with the historical stuff, like either be fun <laughs> or be a serious one. Like you can't yeah. have it both. I mean, like, it I categorizes don't. itself as action comedy. So. But then to... too many, too many specific references to real, like, you know, real historical figures and real shit like the war war yeah. and the concentration camps it's just, it felt odd to me again i did enjoy the fights um, i'm not but no, and no, again because Ma- it was because matthew won i was really disappointed i must say i see i see they're interesting anything else with this movie no but i'm gonna yeah, continue about? my cultural adventures <laughs> for next week any other movies you have in mind to watch right now Yes, the Green Green Knight or the Green Knight. It's the British movie. Reviews are fantastic. I've been lazy watch. Like it's a mm. movie that you have to focus a bit. It's it's based on the legend of the Green Knight. I don't know if you know. It's a Arthurian sort of thing. Uh, it's about uh, one of the knights. I forget which one it is. One of the knights of the Round Table oh, uh, goes to fights a green um, uh, sort of a monster, and it's really interesting. I was reading of of. I love like. Uh, comparative mythology and stuff and apparently there are studies that say that the green knight of the story has parallels in Arabic mythology mm. and Islamic mythology there is a, a prophet Hazar which I believe in that in Arabic means prophet like the green prophet or something like that they are very similar things so and reviews are fantastic I'm really looking forward to that so. but it's going to be a hard it's one of those movies you have to sit down and it's not like the king's man is just perfect if you want to spend yeah. two hours just having fun <laughs> the Rasputin scenes are as a like cartoonish stuff so much fun yeah. the, you know it's just energetic original action not your usual you know shitty yeah. yeah even the war scenes the machine gun maxine machine gun scenes were crazy man the <laughs> it was so no in that sense it was pretty good but yeah. all right very nice um any final words to today's podcast no but it's very mixed feelings and don't take anything i say seriously like satire <laughs> oh and oh i wanted to thank you but i never do that but yeah you i realized recently doing a bit of our Substack and stuff it's so difficult editing and uploading and all that and you do all of that so thank you i guess it's all right it takes a little bit of time but sometimes actually what i like about it is that at times you don't need brain power to do it so i think that helps me to get it yeah you can um, listen to something to get it done or or even do it when like i'm tired or towards nighttime well man i get except for the headlines and thinking of a picture that's the only time where like you know you have to brain power no no but i you have a lot more patience like whenever there is a slight glitch or the upload is like that Mm. or the picture doesn't fit the frame i get so (laughs) like i am so technologically like pissed off like like you know so yeah yeah, thanks for that yeah all right okay well thank you for watching please leave your comments questions criticisms down below i will make sure to get to them If not, we'll see you in our next video. Thank you.